0: Where are you not listening to your customer and trying to build things based on what you think? And time and time again, when I've seen clients of mine try and build something based on what they think someone wants or what they think is going to work based on what a competitor is doing, it always falls flat. Welcome to the C-Suite Mentor, the place where you will learn the tools, strategies, and mindset to scale your business sustainably and build a lasting legacy. I'm your host, Teresa Cantley. As a fellow CEO, I understand what it takes to scale a business to seven and multiple eight figures. It's not necessarily what you might think, it requires a complete shift in how you think, strategize, and execute key actions in your business. My mission is to help CEOs step back into the driver's seat of their business by optimizing their operations, empowering their team, and staying in total alignment with their big vision. So, are you ready to exchange everything that hasn't worked for strategies that will? You're in the right place. So, let's go. Hello and happy 2024. Happy New Year. Customer buying behaviors and customer experience. One of my favorite topics to talk about. And today we are going to be talking about why it's important to really build out this customer experience and some elements that you need to to really think about for 2024 and beyond so that you can bring more customers through your door, you can keep them as customers for life, And more important, you can generate more sales because ultimately that is the goal. But beyond that, you'll generate more high level revenue, more sales. You'll also be more profitable. And at the end of the day, you're also going to feel more fulfilled, which to me is more important than anything because having the sales, having the revenue, and not being profitable and not feeling fulfilled, that's a bad combo. So beyond that, I'm just going to detail out the six things that we are going to cover in this podcast before we get started. So whether you are watching this video or you're listening to the audio, these six things are the things that we are going to talk about. So number one, why it's important to understand your customer. Number two, where the customer experience starts and it's not where you think it does. Number three, buying behaviors in 2024 and why it's important to really understand what's happening in the world around us and how that impacts, even if you're a small local retail store or a restaurant, you're gonna wanna pay attention to this. Number four, your wow factor and going the extra mile. One of my absolute favorite things, I'm gonna give you my framework for it so that you can start implementing it back into your business. Number five, what is digital? Talk about this a lot. We're gonna talk about it on today's show. And number six, how you can start building your connection plan for 2024. Not just a marketing plan, not just a social media plan, but a connection plan. There is a difference. So those are the six things we're going to talk about, and we're going to get started now. So why is this my favorite topic to talk about? Well, my first business, well, let's actually back up from that. When I was working for a laboratory equipment company, we were small laboratory equipment, small. At the time, it was $50 still considered a small business. But there were all these big, huge conglomerates that we competed with, big, huge companies that could really go in with the same product that we were selling at a much lower price. And time after time after time again, we would lose out because of price. So people would want to buy tubes and equipment and DNA machines and all of that stuff at a lower price than what we could offer it at. And I went to my boss one day and I said, you know, what makes us different is that when you call one of those companies, you have to go through like hoop after hoop after hoop in the phone chain until you finally get to talk to somebody who can really help you. I said, that's not how we are. When you call us, you actually get a physical human being. And this was many, many years ago, but you get a human being that you can actually have a conversation with. This person can get you the information that you need they can troubleshoot problems quicker, they can get you in touch with your sales rep in case you need somebody to come out there and, you know, troubleshoot an issue. And we also had the capability since we were we had personal connections with vendors because we weren't this big huge company, we could actually get stuff delivered faster and we could handle issues with the vendor back to the customer a lot quicker. So, what I ended up coming up with was Like we are your one solution. Like you can get all the lab equipment here, but we are the one solution where you can get better service, you can get personalized service and you can have all your needs met so that you can do your research faster. So customer experience became a thing for me and really understanding And not building that customer experience in a vacuum, but understanding what it was that the customer really wanted, the psychology behind why they were buying from you versus someone else. Because during that time, I spent a lot of time talking to cancer researchers, people who were doing vaccine research, and really understanding what it was that they were doing with their day-to-day research in the laboratories what their biggest frustrations were, but also what it meant to them to have those frustrations solved and what it meant to their research and what it meant to the time that it took to come up with cures or clinical trials or you know whatever it was that they were working on. So that carried through to when I built my first business. And my first business with my business partner, Vanessa, was a brick and mortar retail store. And that retail store was called Armario. And it wasn't that we just wanted to create a retail store. It was we wanted to create an experience because, and Armario stands for closet. Our tagline was better than your best friend's closet. And the whole goal was to create a place that women could go as if they were shopping in their best friend's closet for a special event, for a special occasion, just for a gift, or maybe they even just wanted to go out and feel good. We wanted to create that space for them. So, the way that we really did decor in our store, how we did our packaging, how we did our whole checkout process, what the experience was when you walked through the door, um, getting coffee and tea, and just how we communicated with people, all of that, there was a lot of thought that went behind it and a lot of just talking to people, talking to friends of ours, and really finding out hey, what is it that you want? Not just creating something because of what we wanted, but saying, what is it that you want? And what we came up with was people were tired of the same old, same old of shopping, the stress of shopping, the going somewhere and just feeling like it was a chore instead of feeling like it was a fun experience as if you were going over to your best friend's house because you needed to borrow a shirt or a purse or um, jewelry for a special occasion, a special event you know, whatever, and just laughing and having fun after a stressful day. So customer psychology and understanding really what customers need is just something that is very near and dear to my heart. And really, you know, I had those two experiences, but it kind of also started before then. And I worked for, I worked in a shoe store. And when I worked and I sold shoes, the gentleman that I worked for wanted to create a place that Because he saw a need, a need for people who, because every shoe store was kind of the same at the time. And a need for people who needed shoes, who didn't have regular feet or who had back issues, knee issues, hip issues. It wasn't just about selling shoes. It was about helping these people to feel better, um, helping these people to be able to continue everyday life Pain-free because everything, your whole body, everything rests on your feet. So if your feet are happy, the rest of you will be happy. So that's kind of where it started. And then it really got solidified at the lab company and then in my first brick and mortar business. And now with what I do in my coaching and consulting business, it is one of the primary things that we focus on is understanding your customer and then building out the experience from there. So Why is it important to understand what your customer really wants? Well, it's important because when we try, and a lot of businesses do this, I will say it is a common mistake that people make. I just had a conversation. I feel like every time I I have a podcast episode, I had just had a conversation about that topic the day before. You cannot build a customer experience in a vacuum. I had a conversation with someone where they were talking about buying product. It's a retail store. They were talking about buying product for the retail store and they were talking about the calculation that you do for sales per square foot. The idea behind that is to do the calculation so you know what area of your store is going to be the most profitable based on the product that you can fit in there How people see it, how people travel around your store. There's a lot of factors that go into it. But they were saying how they were looking at it was oh, well, then we know how many of this style we need to buy, or how many of this style we need to buy. And defining what they wanted to purchase for the following year or for this year, what they wanted to purchase, as well as what they felt people wanted without ever looking at the actual figures actually looking at what they sold what trends are happening out there and most important surveying or talking to customers and it's no different than building a relationship with your spouse when you understand what your spouse needs when you understand what your spouse wants when they understand what you want guess what you can have a deeper connection you can have a deeper connection you can have a healthier relationship so understanding what your customer wants, and it's going to change. I always tell people, you know, I work with a lot of restaurants and I always tell people, don't look at the positive reviews. Look at the disgruntled reviews. Look at what people are saying that was frustrating to them so that you can make that experience even better. I mean, yes, we want to listen to what the positive things are, but more importantly, where can you improve? Where are you not listening to your customer and trying to build things based on what you think. And time and time again, when I've seen clients of mine try and build something based on what they think someone wants or what they think is going to work based on what a competitor is doing, it always falls flat. And it falls flat because you are not your competitor. You also can't build something for someone else based on what you want. It just doesn't quite work that way. I mean, you can have elements of, you know, your knowledge of things and, you know, your own spin on stuff or your own expertise, your own thought leadership, but at the end of the day, you really need to understand what it is that your market needs. And the way that we do that is simply by asking questions. And that's one thing I can say in 2024, you want to be a better listener and you want to be a better question asker. You want to be a better problem solver, puzzle solver. Because again, buying behaviors are changing. People are changing. So number two, where does the customer experience actually start? So once you understand kind of what your customer really wants by asking questions, surveying them, getting some intel, looking at trends, the next piece is, is that the customer experience doesn't start with the outside in, it starts from the inside out. So when we fully understand what it is that our customer wants, okay, what are the things that they're struggling with? What are the things that they're frustrated with? What are the things that have impacted their buying habits, which we're gonna talk about that in a second, but the customer experience actually starts inside, starts with your team. Because if your team isn't happy, if they're not feeling fulfilled, if they don't understand really what it is that you're trying to accomplish beyond the products that you sell and the food that you serve and the service that you offer, well, then they're not going to they're not going to be able to connect with that customer on a deeper level. Your team also needs to understand what it is that your customer is looking for. What are those things that they're frustrated with? What have you done in the past that maybe has caused that? And how can you then improve it? That is then when we understand what we need to do to fulfill what the customer wants. We can then work with the team to actually build that experience and. One of the key things when it comes to creating a happy team, creating a people centric culture, a lot of people set core values. A lot of businesses set core values. And then when they deliver a customer experience, it doesn't align with those core values. I had a client at one point, one of their primary, and I heard it all the time, core values was education. They did nothing to educate their customers and they did nothing to educate their team. They didn't do anything to educate anybody. All they did was just sell. So. With our team and with this customer experience and what we're going to be talking about, look at your core values and say, okay, are we aligning with them? Is our team knowledgeable about what we're doing? Are we explaining it in our customer experience to our customers, um, what we do, why we do it, um, and really educating them or whatever is going to align with your core values? We can't set core values in a business And your core values, your processes, everything, your vision will show up in that customer experience. So if you're not aligning to it and you're not following it, it's not going to show up in the customer experience and you're going to have flat results. So really understanding and making sure that if you have core values in your business and they're set, that you're then aligning your team to them. And your team, when your team has understands what the vision is, and how that then relates to what the customer wants, then we have synergy. When we don't have synergy, we have friction, we have dysfunction. We want to have that synergy. We want to make sure that our team is carrying forward that customer experience. And they are learning how to connect with the customer in a much better way and in a much deeper level. So the customer experience doesn't start on the outside, it starts on the inside. And that mean, what I mean by that is actually delivering it. Number three, buying behaviors in 2024. Things are different. Things are different. Things have been shifting. And we talk about this a lot ever since, you know, the whole pandemic and the shutdown. But since the whole pandemic and the shutdown, we've had a lot of changes. We've had um, different wars. We've had economy shifts. We've had different disruptions in society, negative disruptions, which has led to people feeling down. The level of burnout and depression, I've seen so many stats on this, has increased exponentially, which is really sad if you think about it. And people are just, when they go into a store, I mean, you saw this year. Black Friday sales started like in the beginning of November, which was like crazy. And people are just constantly being bombarded. We were in this, I mean, we had the whole cancel culture. We had the whole um, quiet quitting. We had, I mean, just all of this stuff that was happening and people just getting frustrated and feeling, just feeling such scarcity in the world. So what people are going to care about now, and I don't care what industry you're in, this is this is across the board whether you're posting on social media or how you're greeting customers that walk through your door, they are looking for authenticity. Number one, first and foremost. They're done with the fake. They're done with the quick, with the like in your face, constantly. How can I like, how can I help you? How can I help you? How can I help you? They want authenticity. They want to know that you see them. They want to know that you hear them. And I said about five minutes ago, you need to become a better listener in 2024. They want to see value. If you go into a restaurant and the experience there is top-notch and maybe the food's okay versus if you go to a place and the experience is not great, but the food is amazing, a lot of people that have been interviewed will go to the place where the experience is amazing because there's always a chance that they can, fix the food, the quality of the food, but the experience, there's so much that goes into it between the team, like I said, really understanding the psychology of what someone wants. So when you hit on that experience that you're creating for somebody, they will come back time and time again. And that feeds into defining your brand. So your brand outside of the colors that you use in your logo or the fonts that you use, but really getting into um, the stories that you tell, the experience that you create, and how that all weaves into a customer's determination as to whether or not they buy from you. I have a client; she owns a, an online retail store, and she, it's all, she's all about sustainability and um, providing quality clothing, and you know, making sure that everything is sustainably made and ethically made. and And she has some product that is made in China. Or India, And she has been questioned on it. And in complete kudos to her, she hit that head on because one of her core pillars is honesty and truth. And she was fully transparent and said, these, even though yes, these are made in China and India, and there's reasons why and she explained them. She said they're ethically made um, from sustainable products. And The people that make them, the the factories are ethical factories. And and she went into the whole thing and tackled it, full transparency. And that's what people care about. They want that authentic version of you. They don't want you to say, oh yeah, I'm ethical, and then see that it's made in China, and then you don't explain yourself or you don't explain it. So they want to know the truth behind stuff, as well as they want to feel good. So I've done several podcast episodes and several live videos on creating a third place, they want that third place. So you have your home, you have your work, and you have that place in between that makes you feel good. If you go back to my story about my first business, that's what we were creating is that third place where people can go and they feel good. They feel like they are seen. They feel like it's a place where they can escape all of the stresses of the world for the longest time, I felt like every time he turned on the news, all you heard about was negativity, negativity, negativity. And it was just, it was so hard for me, I know, to like stay positive in the morning after watching the news. So I stopped watching the news for a little while, but people want to feel good. They want to have that value. People have less disposable income now. So they're spending their money more wisely. So, creating, understanding what it is that they want and solving that problem. That's really what we want to make sure that we're paying attention to in 2024. You know, my therapist that I see and she gave me this book to read. um, And in the book, it talks about, you know, the meaning of life is meeting and solving problems. It's kind of what this is, is really understanding the problems that your market and client has and solving them. And it's not about just focusing on sales. The sales are the result of that. It's about understanding what problem you solve and solving it even better, and making sure that you're showing up authentic. Um, you're creating that value. I mean, one of the things on social media for 2024 is you know highly produced videos are going to be are out. People want to see authentic they want to see the, the human behind the business so we want to make sure that we're paying attention to that I was at a client yesterday and they ordered something so simple as they ordered black sweaters this year and because you know for a while like there was a trend with with black sweaters and the black sweaters flopped and I said to them I said I, I wonder if there was some psychology between black sweaters during this end of the year because they bought them, in the last two months of the year to fill in during the holiday season. And just with everything that was happening in the world that people didn't want black. So again, understanding what your customer's feeling, the frustrations that they're feeling just in their life with your industry, and then how can you do things different? How can you do things better? So number four, your wow factor. This is my own formula that I built and it is surround it's all about going the extra mile. And Paula Abdul famous quote from her she said, you know, not many people will go the extra mile because it takes work. It takes effort. It takes thinking. It takes creativity. But when you do go the extra mile, it's wide open. Because not a whole lot of people want to do that. So, I don't care what industry you're in, no matter what it is, go the extra mile. Build that wow factor. And the wow factor to me is defining how you build that experience in your business based on the feedback that you've gotten from your customers and your team. So now we have four different experiences that we can create. We can create one that educates or four different elements in an experience. We can create one that educates. We can create one that entertains. We can create one that piques curiosity and creativity as well as do a deep dive, be fully transformative. And I'm not going to go heavily into this wow factor because we're going to do another podcast episode on what each one of those mean and how you can then build those into your customer experience in your business. But I'll give you a little snippet. So let's say you're a restaurant and you know that people, you know, love your food. They go to restaurants and a lot of times they want to know how to make something in a restaurant. And a lot of restaurants might not share that recipe but they loved it and they want to know how they can replicate it at home because maybe they don't get out very often. And again, they're using their money wisely. So one of my clients, when we went through this exercise, decided let's do cooking classes. Let's do cooking classes where we can actually share and teach people how to make the recipes that we make in the restaurant so they can replicate them at home. They started doing the cooking classes, which is an education, entertain, and curiosity and creativity. It wasn't fully transformative because it wasn't hands-on. They just didn't have that capability at the time. But they started doing the cooking classes and guess what? Their business went up because they were providing something of value and solving a problem that their particular customer had. So when we understand and we go the extra mile to say, okay, we want to do things differently. We have the problem that people want solved. We know what they really love. And our team has these ideas. How can we take all of that and put it together to really surprise and delight people to a much greater extreme than we have before and appeal to how they're spending their money in 2024 and even beyond and really appeal to them and show them the human side of our business, not just the business itself? So, number five, what really is fidgetal? So, fidgetal is something I've talked about forever and ever in a day, it is the blend of digital technology and a live experience. So we call it digital. So physical experience, digital technology. And what it is, is really blending the two together to enhance your experience. We have so much available to us in the world of technology. AI is creating a lot of opportunities for us to, Free up our time so that we can spend time connecting with our customers. Um, free up our time, helping us to come to solutions for things, to to find solutions for things, to take something and streamline it, so that we can spend more time creating and ideating and innovating things that we're doing. Because one of the key things in 2024, from a business perspective, is we don't want to just manage our business; we want to innovate it. And the way that we innovate it is by listening hearing and then implementing listening hearing learning implementing so with fidgetal it's really understanding how can because now you can see we understand what's important to our customer we understand what their frustrations are we understand what they want we understand you know what's happening in the world and what's happening in our industry and what's been a sore spot or what's been a, a negative thing that's happened in the industry and how can we make it better we understand what our team wants we have all these pieces that we're putting together. We understand how we can go that extra mile and we're starting to build these ideas. So the next piece is, what technology do we have available to us now? And how can we use it to our advantage to streamline something, to automate it, to free up more time so that we can connect with people, connect with our team, connect with our vendors, connect with our customers on a much deeper level. and. Digital, there's so many different ways to do it. QR codes, that's all I'm going to say. If you're a brick and mortar store, that's one piece of technology you can use for it. But there's so many different things that you can do. You just need to be creative. And the sixth one is all about building your connection plan. So once you have all of these pieces in place, you do those five things, you put it all together. So now, how are you going to connect? You're going to, how are you going to connect? (laughs) Well, I'm going to give you four things. Number 1, understand your platform. Where is your ideal customer? How are they going to find you? Understanding, you know, how social media plays a role into the whole connection plan and then how email and how your website does and how all of these different things, these different assets that you have, how they all play into building out that connection plan. So, understanding what your platform is, making sure that you have a platform that shows off your expertise and really shows off your thought leadership. So that's a lot of long-form content, blog posts, YouTube channels, podcasts. And you really need to understand your customer first before you can say, okay, this is the platform that we want to use that's really going to capture the attention, as well as short-form content. Instagram. Instagram is getting a huge play for 2024 with their adapting long-form content based on research that they've done on their platform, with metrics, with you know how long are people staying on the app? What are they looking at? How are they interacting with accounts? All of that played into um, really what people are saying is going to be huge for 2024 on social media. So, really understanding what your short form content is going to be: are you going to be on Instagram? Are you going to be on Facebook? Are you going to be on Twitter? Are you going to be on TikTok? Are you going to be on a combination of them? And number two staying consistent. So whatever your platform is, whatever you decide you're going to do to connect with people, you want to make sure you're consistent. Two things outside of social media that I highly recommend is number one for your connection plan, make sure you're focusing on building your email list outside of just saying, sign up for our newsletter. That's a thing of the past. We want to give them something of value, remembering that what is going to connect with them, solve a problem and get them into our business, get them contacting us, get them walking through our door so that we can connect with them on on a much deeper level. So email is number one. Also, if you don't have a text messaging platform right now, I highly recommend getting a text messaging platform. The one that I use is community. It's phenomenal. It's real. It's more, I feel like it's more human-like than some of the other ones that I've seen. Pick one that works for you. Pick one that you think, You can stay consistent with, you can build, you can get people to opt into, and then you can push out valuable content that they're going to consume and they're gonna wanna come see you, okay? The third one is be authentic. No matter what you're doing, authenticity is always gonna win. Authenticity is always gonna be the thing that people are gonna choose. People are tired of fake. I mean, I've seen it in my industry with coaches that are out there promoting their things. I've seen it in the retail industry. There's a, just so much fake and wanting to be like everybody else and presenting yourself one way, but then behind the scenes, that's really not what you are. Not providing high level of value for your clients, not providing a high level of touch for your clients. All of that is going to be a thing in the past. And like I said, I see it so much. So the best thing that you can do is just show up as you. You know, I was doing live videos for the longest time on Facebook and I used to have these trolls that would come on and tell me that I needed to, to brush my hair and that um, was I Napoleon Dynamite. I mean, you know what? This is me. I have crazy hair. So I am the crazy hair coach, uh, C-suite coach. So it is what it is. Show up authentically. The more you can show up as yourself and be authentic with the things that you're doing in your business, Again, whether you have a brick and mortar business or an online business or a service-based business, it doesn't matter. Authenticity will always rule no matter what. The last one, go the extra mile. Go the extra mile to surprise and delight people even more than you already do. Go the extra mile to build that relationship. No matter what business we're in, we're in the business of people. No matter what industry you're in, you're in the business of relationships. And we want to know how we can build that relationship because when we nurture it, when we, when we find it, we nurture it, we build it, that's how they become a customer for life. That's how we have raving fans for life or lifers. People who want to come back, people who, you know, even though they've tailored their spending, even though they're spending money in a different way, they don't have as much disposable income, they're always going to come back to see you. And they're going to come back to see you because they know that when they come there, they have real humans who really care about them, who really want to listen, and they're always going to get that value for their money. So go the extra mile. Not a lot of people are willing to do it. As Paula Abdul said, not a lot of people are willing to go the extra mile. But when you go, the space is wide open. And that, when you go the extra mile and you put all these things in place, that's how you're able to carve your own path and really separate out all the big guys, all the other people, all the people who are in your industry, and people will only see you. They will only see you because you are showing up as you and you know how to connect with them. You know what they want. You know how to solve that problem and you know how to solve it well. You know how to create happiness and joy for them in this time of uncertainty. So, I hope that this helped you. I would love to know in the comments below. Tell me which part was most helpful, most impactful. And if you want to learn more about doing this, let's jump on a call. Let's have a virtual like coffee because I'm always drinking coffee and Let's chat about it. So if you go to TeresaCantley.com forward slash virtual coffee, let's chat. Let's figure some of this stuff out. But until then, again, I hope that this episode helped you. It is one of my most favorite things to talk about. And just to recap, number one, really understand what's important to your customer. Number two, where does the customer experience really start? It starts from within. We build from within with your team first. Number three, what are the buying behaviors in 2024 as it relates to what's going on in the world and how that then impacts how people purchase? Number four, what is your wow factor? Defining your wow factor and going the extra mile. Number five, building your fidgetal plan that connects to number six, your connection plan? How are you going to connect with people? How are you going to start the relationship? How are you going to, somebody had said once like success is a dance and we just have to like, how are we going to start that dance with our customers and keep that dance rolling? So when we implement all of these six things, that is how we can uncover who our customer is, the customer psychology. um, And that's how we're able to, number one, get the success that we want, the revenue that we want, And most important, the fulfillment that we want. So until next week, have a great rest of your week and I will see you soon. Hey there, thank you so much for listening. If you found value on the show, please follow the podcast so you never ever miss an episode. And I would love, love, love if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify for me. Even better, share the show with a fellow business owner ready to step fully into their CEO leadership role. Because right now, more than ever, the world really needs next level leaders. And by the way, did you know you can text me all your questions and get real-time feedback? You absolutely can. Just text the word CEO to me at 610-215-2838 to get connected. One last goodie for you before I go. If you're ready to scale your business and have a co-creator working right by your side, My C-Suite mentor program may be perfect for you and your possible new second in command. Just visit thecsuitementor.com to get started.